Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us once again on the line, we have Brendan Beter, UK correspondent. Brendan, good afternoon to you and thank you once again for joining us. A great pleasure, Michael. Good to be speaking to you today. No, greater. Sadly, under in, sorry, Brendan, you broke up there. Indeed, sadly, yes, uh, under yeah, such circumstances as you mentioned, Brendan. Welcome once aboard as we uh, look at uh, anti-Semitism, what it looks like in the UK at the moment. So the UK is to ban the Islamist group Hizbut Tahir for anti-Semitism, promoting terror and celebrating the October 7th attacks. Very quickly, who is this group? So they were founded in 1953, Michael. Um, mm-hmm. It's an international political group with a long-term goal of establishing a caliphate ruled under Islamic law. Mm-hmm. And um, their headquarters are actually based in Lebanon, but the group operates in at least 32 countries, amazingly. And uh, sadly, that includes wow. the UK, United States, Canada, and Australia. Okay. All right, so that sums that one up, Brendan, and on that basis, so uh, now that they are looking to be banned, what are you experiencing, observing from your point of view about anti-Semitism, the rise of it in the UK right now, since October the 7th? Mm. It's very worrying. Uh, As of two, three weeks back, the CST, that's our Community Security Trust, reported that in the period since the Hamas attack of 8th of October, there have in fact been 2,093 anti-Semitic attacks uh, that have been recorded across the UK. And this compares with 330, Michael, recorded in the same period in 2022, a scary increase of 534%. London's particularly been uh, badly affected with... um, People being physically attacked, shops being vandalized, windows broken, daubing of swastikas and other hateful images and sentiments. So it's, it's not looking good. So you're, you're talking about something happening on a daily basis, Brendan? Pretty much so. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's pretty scary, actually, Michael, in that, of course, um, uh, next week we'll be marking Holocaust Memorial Day. And, of course, uh, this right. year the theme is Fidelity of Freedom. And uh, that's particularly apt, of course, given the shocking and appalling wave of anti-Semitism we've seen in the past three months. We're hearing burn the Jews, Jewish children are advised not to wear school blazers, swastikas, as I mentioned, graffitied in public places, Jewish schools vandalized with red paint. And sadly, uh, some Jewish families thinking of and in fact going on to remove the mezuzahs from their front doors. Jews are being harassed, they're being intimidated, they're being assaulted in the streets. Uh, particularly as they leave places of worship. And, uh, of course, the CST, Michael, has suggested Mm -hmm. that whenever Israel is at war, there's always an increase in anti-Semitic incidents and an acute rise is usually reported specifically in and related to educational establishments. I was just about to come to that. My next question to you, Brendan, was going to be, well, do you see a notable rise in anti-Semitism, well, amongst the youth being education institutions and, of course, uh, you know, the 20-something-year-olds? Are you seeing a notable rise there? Most certainly. That's uh, one of the main areas that has been targeted. School buses have security. Wow. Enhanced um, people are scared to send their kids on some of the school buses. Um, They're being checked now before they leave the garages for any explosive devices. It's become a whole new situation and CST, thankfully, being 
funded by the government. Again, possibly not quite sufficiently, but um, the funding has been on the increase in recent years, and it's much needed for this very purpose. Mm. Brendan, you know, on, along those lines, uh, when we talk about the youth, and not necessarily only the youth, but people uh, in, in general, uh, I was going to come to a question of why this rise in anti-Semitism, this viewpoint on Israel, there's no objectivity, subjectivity. Is there, uh, is there this... Um shall we say, the scare that, uh, you, you know, there, there's less, there's little knowledge as to, you know, what exactly is transpiring here, leading to anti-Semitic well, back to activity. So significant, Michael, what you say. Um, Professor Vernon Bogdanor once argued that older anti-Semitism insisted that Jews had no place in the national community. Of course, mm. more recently, if we want to call it the new anti-Semitism, insists that Israel has no place in the international community. And, of course, we're hearing the word Zionist leveled constantly. Right. Uh, and the usual old tropes, you know, controlling the media, the government, they're disloyal, greedy, bloodthirsty, um, all these old classic anti-Semitic tropes and smears. Um, and, um, of course, now being likened to the Nazis. And, of course, particularly well, with what's going on, it's of genocide this uh, very week. The UK, of course, which rightly prides itself on its tolerance and its rejection of extremism, um, just has said blankly, we cannot allow anti-Semitism to go unchecked and unchallenged. That's why our uh, minister came out with that situation, James Cleverly, against uh, his good Tahir. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, similarly, uh, fortunately, um, Rishi Sunak, in fact, uh, only uh, yesterday was uh, stating that... Um, South Africa's case was completely unjustified and wrong and that the UK government will continue to stand by Israel's clear right to defend itself within the framework of international law. Indeed. Of course, as time has gone on, that uh, support is being dented, it's waning to some extent, but thankfully on most sides of the political uh, uh, spectrum, you are actually seeing generally wide support um, for Israel, not in its continuation necessarily mm-hmm. of unrestricted activity from a military perspective, but in its right to find not only peace, but mm-hmm. peace with security. Of course, there will always be outliers, uh, Michael, as you know, and of course, right. uh, you'll be very aware that our diplomatic <laughs> the delegation for South Africa included, of course, former UK Labour Party leader Jeremy Corbyn, who you'll remember once described Hamas as his friend. Right. And of course, I've spoken on this program for many years about anti-Semitism linked with that very person, Jeremy Corbyn. Brendan, I'd love to unpack this issue with you a bit further, but unfortunately, once again, we have just about run out of time. But Brendan, thank you so much for joining us to give us, uh, well, a picture as to what anti-Semitism at the moment looks like in the United Kingdom. As you could hear when Brendan started the conversation, yes, not too good. You could hear that expression in his voice. Brendan Beda, UK correspondent, joining us from the United Kingdom.